Welcome to the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast, getting you up to speed with the latest in Somerset Patriots baseball. Here's your host, Stephen Cusimano. Your 2022 Eastern League champions, the Somerset Patriots. Welcome back to the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast. It's a triumphant one because for the first time in the New York Yankees double A era, the Somerset Patriots have been crowned Eastern League champions after a historic and memorable 2022 season. I'm Stephen Cusimano welcoming you to this season wrap-up episode of the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast. And boy, is there a lot to wrap up. Let's just start with the playoff run because I think when we last spoke, we were previewing the upcoming Eastern League Division Series, the first ever Somerset Patriots affiliated playoff series when they hosted the Portland Sea Dogs, the Red Sox AA affiliate. Somerset swept its way through that series, setting up a date with the Erie Seawolves, the Tigers affiliate. That series went three games, and the Patriots, of course, wound up victorious. But let's start from the beginning. That first series against the Portland Sea Dogs, a two-game sweep in which it was started by Randy Vasquez, who, of course, made some bigger waves in the second series the Patriots played. But Randy started that first playoff game, ended up going five and two-thirds innings, and looked like the Patriots were going to get off on the right foot. They started the playoffs on the road at Hadlock Field. Vasquez gave up back-to-back -back home runs. In the third inning of that game, Patriots fell behind 3 to nothing to the Sea Dogs. What did they do the next inning? They came out and put up eight runs to really establish the rhythm for what would be a playoff run that saw a lot of big innings for the Patriots, but they won that first game 9-4. to Patriots came home, and then in a back-and-forth affair, the first-ever affiliated playoff game in Somerset Patriots franchise history. It was a 6-5 to walk-off win. Brandon Lockridge supplying the heroics to send the Patriots off to the playoffs. That was a crazy game. We saw several errors that allowed the Patriots to get back into it. Most crazy, though, is the fact that this Patriots team, which set a new franchise record in home runs with 205 this year, leading all of AA in that mark and ranking top five in all of minor league baseball, well, they went their first three postseason games without a home run, which was just shocking to see in real time, but they had continued to win games. They swept the Sea Dogs out of the playoffs, hitting no home runs. Matter of fact, in those two games, the Patriots didn't even have an extra base hit. They drew several bases loaded walks. They had over 20 hits. They were all singles, and they just got the timely hitting and the base running and everything that they needed, the quality pitching, especially from the bullpen in those first couple of games of the playoffs, to punch their ticket to the championship series. Brandon Lockridge, of course, with yet another clutch hit. It was his second walk-off hit. And if you were a, a loyal Somerset Patriots fan, you remember the first game of the season at TD Bank Ballpark on April 12th, it was against the Erie Seawolves, and Brandon Lockridge had a walk-off single for the Patriots. Well, he did the exact same thing to send the Patriots to the championship series, setting up a series versus those very same Erie Seawolves. First time the Patriots had seen this team since the first homestand of the season, the first six-game series of the season, when the Patriots won four out of six. That was a series that got off on the wrong foot, with the Patriots being shut out early in the week. They split the first four games of that series going two and two, and then things went well over the weekend, and this series had a very similar start. Of course, the main difference is that this was a three-game series, and they were playing for a championship rather than the six-game series that started the season, and that was all at home. This series would actually start on the road, just under eight hours away, Somerset's longest road trip of the year, their one and only trip to Erie for just one game where it was imperative for them to win, and the Patriots did wind up losing this game. They snapped their streak of two straight games without an extra base hit, 
had a couple of doubles that scored runs from Austin Wells and Tyler Hardman. Patriots were in command of this game early. They struck first. They struck often. It was back and forth in the later innings of this one, but it was an error by Jason Dominguez in center field in the seventh inning that allowed the game-winning run to score for Erie in a 6-5 win that put the Patriots to within one game of elimination. They had no more margin for error, needed to win back-to-back -back games to win the championship, and that is what they did. Patriots came back home on their longest homerless drought of the season. Again, a team that hit more home runs than any team in all of AA baseball had gone three games without one for the first time all year. It was the only time that they had done that, and suffice to say, as soon as the Patriots came home, they made up for lost time. Seven home runs over the final two games of the championship series, and they wasted no time. In the very first inning of their first ever championship series game as members of the Yankees organization, Austin Wells put to side that homerless drought with one swing of the bat. Left-handed batter with runners at first and second and nobody out in a scoreless game. First pitch, Wells swings and drives it in the air down the right field line. Navigato gives it a look. It's fair. Bombs away, Austin Wells. It's a three-run homer serving as the keynote in game number two of the Eastern League Championship Series. Somerset has jumped out three to nothing in the first. And that was big time for the Patriots. Not only did they have that long homerless drought, that was the least of their worries because they had won a couple of games consecutively without an extra base hit versus Portland. But they needed to get off to a hot start in that game to just set the tone and force a game three in the series. And that they did. Patriots wound up scoring four runs in that first inning. Then they played it another pair of home runs in the second. Jason Dominguez, a two-run shot his first of the postseason, and then Elijah Dunham with his first of the postseason, another two-run shot that put the Patriots up 8-2. to two. That was after a home run by Corey Joyce from the Seawolves that cut into their 4-0 lead. It was 4-2, to two, so the Patriots responded very nicely and very resiliently with those two homers from Dominguez and Dunham. It was a 9-2 win in Game 2 of the championship series to force that all-decisive and all-important Game number 3, which we'll get to in just a moment. What I haven't mentioned about Game 2 is that the pitching matchup started with the frontrunner for the Eastern League Pitcher of the Year Award, the league leader in whip, earned run average, just about every pitching category. Starter Chance Kirby for the Erie Seawolves was knocked out in the second inning of this game. He gave up five runs for only the second time all year, and all the while, Yoendris Gomez, the Yankees' number 12-ranked prospect, was brilliant. He gave up just the two-run homer in the second inning. Other than that, five innings pitched, Six strikeouts, he was the winning pitcher in game number two of the Eastern League Championship Series, forcing the decisive game number three, and that one was over very, very quickly. The Patriots, across a 138-game season and a few playoff games, they never had one better inning than their first one in game number one of the Championship Series. They played at nine runs, their most in any game period since becoming the New York Yankees double-A affiliate, started that game with a boom, then had a five-run inning that featured three home runs in the third inning, went up 14 to nothing before some people even got to their seats, tacked on one more run of insurance in the fourth, and really, they didn't need any insurance because this was a no-hitter in the championship clinching game. So much to recap from this championship clincher, one of the most memorable championship clinching games you will ever see or hear about, and it happened right here at TD Bank Ballpark in Somerset. Let's start by looking back on the scoring in that first inning. Hardly ever do you see a team score nine runs in any inning, let alone the first inning, let alone in the championship series, 
In the deciding game, this is what the Patriots did to get the scoring started. Bastidas winds it up the middle. That's a base hit, and it scores Chaparro from third. Dunham getting the wave. Here he comes. The throw from Meadows, not in time. A two-run single for Jesus Bastidas with the bases loaded, and the Patriots have jumped out in front by a score of three to nothing. Big payoff pitch on the way from Adam Wolf. Gasper hits it well out to left field. Back goes Navigado towards the warning track. He reaches out and can't make the catch. Rosario scores. Bastidas right behind him. Pulling in at second base with a two-run double is Mickey Gasper. And the Somerset Patriots have jumped out to a 5-0 lead. 1-0 pitch. Dominguez hits it well. Deep to left field. Back toward the wall. Bombs away! Jason Dominguez with the icing in a nine-run first inning for the Patriots. Home runs in back-to-back -back games for the Martian in the championship series. And Somerset has jumped out nine to nothing in the first. So, of course, that was the early story. Before you could even have a chance to settle in and think about the fact that it is a championship deciding game, you blink and the Patriots are up nine to nothing. And Jason Dominguez... The Yankees' number two-ranked prospect had homers in back-to-back -back games with his second of those two serving as the cherry on top of a nine-run inning, and he was far from done. We get to the third inning. Patriots still up 9 to nothing. The very next swing by Jason Dominguez, he does this. First pitch. Dominguez hits it well to center field. That goes Meadows toward the warning track. That one's out of here. Bumps away, Jason Dominguez. Three for three, two home runs. It's a two-run shot, and Somerset is up 11 to nothing in the third inning. So the narrative in this game shifts from the Patriots going up 9 to nothing in the first inning to Jason Dominguez, the superstar phenom in the making, nicknamed the Martian for all the otherworldly things that he does. It goes deep from each side of the plate to start this game. That quickly becomes the story, and oh, remind you, in the first game of the championship series, again, it was Dominguez's error that resulted in the Patriots losing that game that they needed to have. So he comes back in a rage of sorts, three home runs in two championship series games, and he would also go on to draw a bases-loaded walk later in the game to put the topper on the Patriots' 15 runs, but they were not done scoring in that third inning. A couple more home runs. Andres Chaparro, the Patriots' home run leader in 2022, who had 19 during the regular season, he went deep later after that second Jason Dominguez home run for his first and only of the postseason, putting the Patriots up by a dozen. And then Jason Rosario, who set a career-high mark of 11 home runs in the regular season, had the last home run of the Patriots' 2022 season, capping that five-run third inning with a two-run homer that scored Elijah Dunham. And then again, finally, Jason Dominguez with the bases-loaded walk in the fourth, making it 15 to nothing Patriots. That was way more than they needed because then the narrative shifted once again. Patriots in cruise control for their first-ever Eastern League Championship win, and then the starting pitcher, Randy Vasquez, continues working deeper into this game, still with yet to allow a base runner. Vasquez would go on to work six perfect innings. He took a perfect game bid into the seventh before he walked his first batter, but he ended up going eight innings in this game, giving up no hits, and turning it over to Carson Coleman, the Patriots' closer, with not just a championship and 15 runs of insurance, a no-hitter also on the line, entering the ninth inning. The most unthinkable of circumstances. You think about how unlikely it was for anybody to steal the spotlight after a 15 runs in the first four innings of this game, 
and Vasquez certainly did that with his performance in the championship clinching game. Oh, by the way, during that ninth inning where Carson Coleman came on to work for Vasquez, one of the fun wrinkles that you're obviously not going to see in the box score, you're sitting there on pins and needles in the ninth inning of the game. It's 15 to nothing. The Patriots are looking like they're going to win their first ever Eastern League championship, but the nerves are still out of control because they're three outs away from a no-hitter. They record the first out of the inning, and then the crowd starts to go into a little bit of a frenzy for an unapparent reason because it was between at-bats in the ninth inning of this game. Come to find out that Aaron Judge had hit his 61st home run, tying Roger Maris during the ninth inning of, of this game, adding just another layer to this magical night in Somerset. Judge hits home run number 61. A couple of pitches later, the Somerset Patriots become Eastern League champions for the first time in franchise history. One ball, two strikes, the pitch. Cut on and miss, strike three. Somerset, champions in the Eastern League for the first time in franchise history. Let the celebration begin. It's a no-hitter and a championship for the Patriots. There was no other way for the season to end. Randy Vasquez with eight hitless innings. Carson Coleman polishes it off with a strikeout to end it in the ninth. And all the energy permeating right in front of home plate. It's a frenzy, and Carson Coleman mobbed. Randy Vasquez right in on the fun as well. The Somerset Patriots wearing the pinstripes proudly in their second season as the double-A affiliate of the New York Yankees. They have become Eastern League champions. Well, you think about all the magical moments throughout the season, and of course, that's got to be at the top of the list. But there was really, I mentioned in the call, there was no other way for the season to end. It feels funny to even say that because... A 15 to nothing win where there was nine runs scored in the first inning in a no-hitter, it feels unfathomable to say that there was no other way for the season to end other than those unbelievably unlikely circumstances, but it was that special of a year here in Somerset. That was the second no-hitter of the season. Patriots had one a couple of weeks ago in Hartford as well, started by Oendris Gomez ending with Steven Jennings, so this was the third no-hitter in Patriots franchise history, the second of nine innings, and the second to take place at home. Also had the magical moments provided by Anthony Volpe, including that of which sent the Patriots to the postseason, Volpe's walk-off home run on the final day in the final inning, the 10th inning of the first half, June 26th against the Hartford Yard Goats. That was kind of the beginning of the magic moments, and we just saw them continue to pile up throughout the year, and it was just a poetic finish to a season that could not have been more special. You think about all the players that came through and played for this Patriots team. 15 of the top 30 prospects, 11 major league rehab assignments, 10 different players, numerous records broken, and strikeouts for the pitching staff with 1,359, the best record in all of AA baseball at 83-53, and 53. And you think about all the special people along the way, this coaching staff led by Dan Fiorito, as well as the pitching coach, Gerardo Casadiego, hitting coach, Jake Hurst, the defensive coach, Aaron Bossy, the analyst, Amanda Brady, as well as the video manager, Chris Knighton, as well as everyone else that made this season special. You look at the moments, and there was more in this season than you could have possibly ever thought there would be going into any season. And so when I say there was no other way for the season to end, that's what I mean. You just never knew what you were going to see with this team. Every time they did something spectacular throughout the season, it was like they continued to outdo themselves, and it was a new player stepping up every time. 
all the key moments from the hitters, led by, of course, Anthony Volpe in the first half of the season, but with the promotion of Volpe entering the final couple weeks of the year, it wasn't like this team lost any of its juice or any of its energy because you still had the likes of Austin Wells and Jason Dominguez was promoted and guys who had been around all year providing those magic moments, Elijah Dunham, Brandon Lockridge, Mickey Gasper, the list goes on and on. Every single person that played for this Patriots team, top to bottom, whether they were sent back down to Hudson Valley, sent up to AAA Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, everyone played a role in making this season special. And again, that goes to all the achievements. And just to rattle off a few stats that put in perspective how dominant this team was throughout the year, we mentioned the best record in all of AA, 83-53. That was tied for the fourth best record in all of minor league baseball. For the pitching staff, it's ERA of 3.60. That ranked third in all of minor league baseball. And as a reminder, there's 120 minor league teams spanning from single A to triple A. The whip of 1.17 for the pitching staff tops in all of minor league baseball, as well as the batting average against at 218. The 205 home runs I mentioned before, a franchise record that tied for third in minor league baseball, and the 205 stolen bases also led the Eastern League, ranked 11th in all of minor league baseball. And when you're looking back in retrospect at this season and this particular 2022 Somerset Patriots team, you're going to be looking back on this roster and looking at one of the most dominant teams in AA history, in minor league baseball history, and there's going to be a lot of future big leaguers on this very roster, and that's evidenced by all of the different achievements made from top to bottom by this team. End of the season team leaders, I mentioned before, Andres Chaparro, the team leader, in home runs with 19 of them this year. The RBI king, that was Elijah Dunham. 63 RBIs led all Somerset Patriots, and the rest offensively, as far as the major categories go, belong to Anthony Volpe. 251 average, the highest among qualified Eastern League batters. He also led the Patriots with 71 runs scored and 44 stolen bases. A lot of Volpe's marks ended up ranking top 10 in the Eastern League by the end of the season, and that was considering the fact that he was promoted two weeks early, and oh, by the way, had a very strong end of the season in AAA. On the pitching end, also ending the season in AAA was the Patriots team leader in wins with Sean Boyle, who had eight wins, ended his time in Somerset on a 10-game quality start streak, the longest in minor league baseball going back to 2019. He ended up in AAA, but led the Patriots in wins this year. Leading Somerset in saves, not including his postseason saves, was Carson Coleman. The Yankees' number 30 prospect had 15 saves for the Patriots at the AA level, also had four in high A. Coleman, with his 19 total saves on the year, ranked top five among all relievers in minor league baseball in 2022. And then fittingly, among qualified Patriots pitchers in the Eastern League, Randy Vasquez led the team in earned run average, strikeouts, and whip. An ERA of 390, 120 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.27 for Vasquez, who coming out of the 2022 season has become synonymous with the Somerset Patriots franchise. He has started more games for the Patriots than any other Yankees-affiliated pitcher over the last two years since this partnership came about. And similarly, Vasquez has started more games for the Somerset Patriots than any other professional team that he has ever been a part of. And those links between Randy Vasquez and the Somerset Patriots will always be remembered by that championship-clinching performance, a masterpiece, eight innings of shutout, no-hit baseball, polished off by Carson Coleman. It was a fitting end for the only starting pitcher remaining from the Patriots' 2022 opening day roster. But now, without further ado, let's hear from the man in charge, the Patriots' 2022 manager, Dan Fiorito. This podcast in 2022 
started with Dan, it's going to end with Dan because we talked with him before the season started about what his expectations were, how important winning is to player development, and he told us right here on the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast that if you develop players well, you're going to win games, you're going to win championships, and that's exactly what the Patriots did this year. So without further ado, after that dominant championship series showing 15 to nothing, no hit victory, clinching the first ever Eastern League championship for the Somerset Patriots, Dan Fiorito addressed the media on the field after the game. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible moment. I'm just so happy for the players, staff. I mean, these, this group is so incredibly talented, but the attitude, effort that they brought here every single day it was incredible. I'm just you know, happy to be a part of it all with them. See, so Knights don't always play out as special as they did tonight, but did you kind of know Randy was as locked in as he is right from Jump Street? Yeah, Randy, I mean, he answered the call in uh, opening, you know, the first game there in Portland. I mean, he's been unbelievable all year. I mean, he came out tonight, he had his best stuff going. He was executing his game plan perfectly. And he was the guy we wanted out there, and I mean, he did an un- obviously did an unbelievable job. We're so proud of him. Tough right there. Yeah, that's certainly a tough call, you know. Uh, but you know, it's part of my job to look out for the future of these guys. And Randy obviously has an incredibly bright future, so put that ahead of everything. But I know the competitor that he is. That's what you saw out of him tonight. He obviously wanted to go back out there, but had to make the decision. Good, Mike. You've always said this is a special group. You believe Was there a point, a moment this season, regular season, postseason, anything where you genuinely believe that this could happen? Uh, no specific moment. I mean, uh, when we clinched in the first half, you know, that Volpe homer, that was incredible. You kind of just felt like the year was going to be something really special. But we've had a core of group here that's been here the whole year. That's I tell you, like the, the energy that they brought was was unbelievable. I mean, and you you don't always you don't always get that. So I was so happy for them. And our team obviously changed a decent bit. We got a bunch of new players, but they gelled right from the beginning. Came here, worked, and you know they're able to make the most of any opportunities. Yeah. Right, I want to ask you about that. You mentioned how they in the first half with Volpe. He wasn't here. A lot of the guys who were on that first half team weren't here. So how impressive is it for this group, like you said, to gel together, come together in the second half, and do this? Yeah, it's certainly impressive. I think it's uh, you know it's a testament to so much that the, what, our, what the Yankee organization does is. Uh, the processes are so similar at every affiliate. These guys were able to come here, fill right in, and not just be a part of the team. They just had to make a huge, huge impact in our lineup. What you saw here tonight was unbelievable. I mean, Jason Sweeney, those guys, Harmon, I mean, everybody just playing like a huge, huge role. You've been witness to so many great uh, offensive performances throughout the season. What, what do you make about what you saw from Jason Dominguez tonight? I mean, that, what he did was incredible. I mean, this whole series, I mean, the amount of multi-hit games that he's had, just uh, the, just him consistently hitting barrels, but I mean, the power tonight was unbelievable from both sides of the plate. He's 19 years old, I mean, and he's in double A right now, facing the best pitching in the league in the biggest game of the year, and that's the performance we got. I mean, when your best players, I mean, between him and Wells, when, you're, when your best bats are rising to the occasion and they're hot, I mean, it's a manager's dream right there. Julian, have one about it during the stretch that you had. Jason? I, I just learned uh, Jason just is just demeanor when it comes to the field every day. So focused, he has fun. But for me, it's how much he's improved just baseball skill-wise. I mean, the bats that he's working, laying off tough pitches, uh, the reads and the jumps that he's getting in the outfield. I mean, the raw tools kind of just you know, blew the industry away when he first when he first signed with us. But now you're seeing just a total package of him coming together here. The job he did was incredible. How about the sliding catch? Yeah, really, a really good read. You know, he accelerated really well on the ball, and I mean, the way he was able to close on that, um, 
I mean, he's, he's special in the outfield and also at bat. Julian, last one. So Ramsey Vasquez is obviously lights out tonight. Do you think that was the best performance of the year? I know Sauer had the 17 Ks, but given the magnitude of it, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to compare them, but I mean, in this moment, for a winner, a winner go home, do or die game. I mean, for Randy to come out here and throw eight no help, no hit innings was absolutely incredible. I mean, he he was dominant, and I mean that's as special of an outing as you're going to see. What do you think changed with the pitching from the road to the home? Because you guys seem to lock in. Uh... Yeah, I feel like I mean they're a really good team. I mean they were able to capitalize on some mistakes that we made, but I mean even even last series, I, mean, I feel like our bullpen did a, did a really nice job. Warren gave us a great game. We just made a mistake, but other than that, I mean to see what Gomez did here. And then Randy answering the call for us, backs against the wall, and then the job our bullpen's done all year. So, I mean, just we have, we have so much talent on this roster. It was, uh, it was fun to be a part of it. That is for sure. It was fun to be a part of it this year, and hopefully you were a part of it too at TD Bank Ballpark. It was a really fun and memorable season. One that's going to be hard to top, but we are prepared for the challenge. The 2023 schedule is out for the Somerset Patriots, and the countdown to opening day has begun. April 6th, Patriots are going to start at home once again with a three-game series versus the Harrisburg Senators, a team they didn't play in 2022. There's a lot to be settled before that point in terms of who's going to be on the Patriots, but chances are with all the late-season September call-ups, the Patriots team that you're going to see on the field in 2023, it's probably going to be very similar to the one that won the championship this year in 2022. You think about Anthony Volpe being promoted at the beginning of September, well, who took his seat at shortstop? That was Trey Sweeney, the Yankees' number six prospect, and last year's first-round pick. Only got a couple of weeks, just under a month under his belt at the AA level, so you expect that maybe he'll be back in Somerset next year. Some other high-end talent, including number five Yankees prospect, Everson Pereira, who was very impressive in 2022. You could think about maybe some of the pitchers, like Yoendris Gomez, who was promoted to Somerset in August and showed glimpses of brilliance, including his Game 2 victory in the championship series. And then, of course, Jason Dominguez, who you could argue for being the Eastern League Playoffs MVP. And they don't name one, but Dominguez, who is the Yankees' number 2-ranked prospect, during the postseason, just his second week at the AA level. So you can probably expect to see him back in Somerset at some point or another in 2023. Well, in the playoffs, he went 9-for-20 with a 450 batting average, 560 on base percentage, 950 slugging, and an OPS of 1510 with 10 runs batted in, including six RBIs in the championship clinching game, three homers, which were spread across the final two games of the championship series. Jason Dominguez was brilliant in just his second week at the AA level. And again, a very exciting crop of players in 2022, a pretty good amount of which you can expect to see back in Somerset in 2023. Already taking deposits for 2023 season tickets? Secure them now at somersetpatriots.com. Take a look at the schedule. Got a lot of fun matchups upcoming. Patriots will host the Seawolves, who they defeated in the championship series in the final week of the 2023 regular season. They'll also host the New York Mets AA affiliate, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, two times throughout the course of the season, once in May, once in August. Another game on the 4th of July this upcoming season. Patriots will also host the crosstown rival Portland Sea Dogs and the Hartford Yard Goats. It's going to be a very fun season in 2023. You just think about all the memories made in 2022 that culminated in this dominant championship clinching game, and you just can't help but wonder if the best is yet to come in this Patriots and Pinstripes partnership. Thanks to all who tuned in to the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast throughout the year, including those of you tuned in on our flagship station, Fox Sports New Jersey, 93.5 FM, 1450 AM, 
For now, we will say goodbye to you, but definitely stay tuned to our social media channels throughout the offseason because we are going to be having some great content all throughout the offseason at Somerset Patriots and at SOM Patriots on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and everywhere in between. Follow along there. And keep an eye out for some more Patriots and Pinstripes podcast as the 2023 season draws closer. For now, happy Halloween, happy holidays, and thank you all for tuning into this season wrap-up edition of the Patriots and Pinstripes podcast. And for all of us here at the Somerset Patriots, I'm Stephen Cusimano saying so long, and we will see you in 2023.